Snow is falling, snow soft and slow. Hi. How's it going? That was a song we sang in choir back in high school vocal ensemble, you know. You don't know nothing about that. <laughs> in choir in the first grade, we had a whole Disney uh You can keep it. Ensemble. <laughs> you can keep that Disney ensemble. Yeah. And I was in the front. I wonder if my parents still have that video. I feel like they would. Your mom would. She seems like she would. They won't let me have the family videos. All I'm trying to do is just take them to convert them my, to digitals. My parents can have them. I don't want them. I don't like looking at myself. I want to see what I was, if, you know, for therapy reasons and all that shit. But you, No, I anyway. already remember. <laughs> I don't I mean, remember everything. Anyway, how are you? How was your week? Um, I'm very tired. Uh, it's been pretty busy. I've been literally just working on this project. Mm-hmm non-stop all week honestly i haven't really played switch if i've played switch it's literally before I, as i'm falling asleep because i have to get this shit done uh-huh. it's not shit but i want to get this stuff done mm-hmm. um yeah and i'm excited i'm pretty i feel very confident i'm finishing it up today because i've just it just feels good it feels good that's good yeah i'm officially done with school you're on, for right now. on break for yes, now. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I fucking never want to, like I said, write APA format ever again in my fucking life. Especially for the teacher that I had for it. Uh-huh. The English teacher was cool, but the other one was the one I was, who was tripping. I didn't understand what she didn't understand. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't get the final verdict. So we passed all of our classes. Well, the last time I checked, I had a C plus. So y'all, I failed my last, I pretty much, I got a D on my last test for psych. Mm-hmm. And I have a C plus. After that, it said C plus. It went from B minus to C plus. So I was like, wash my hands. I'm out of here. Hey, I'm done. You passed. That's all I wanted was a C. That's not even your focus of the degree. So no, if I, if that was maybe like a art class that I have to do for graphic design, mm-hmm. maybe I might have to have a talk with myself. Or like, I can understand if it's something that's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Like probably calligraphy, I think is going to be hard for me because I don't like to. I love calligraphy. I don't. I don't like lettering. Journey got me a a, a calligraphy set like, I don't know, when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. I used all the ink until there was no ink. The art serrator has ink stuff for calligraphy. Oh, I don't have the set anymore. I think I got rid of it when I moved one of the times. But it would be cool to start doing that again. You know, the the lost art of coistive. I mean, uh, people our age and older still curse over it. Yeah. The younger ones. Yeah. Jenny told me when I was on the phone the other day, She we were talking about school and stuff. She was like, you know, college just isn't for scholars. And I was like, you're right, Jenny. She kept saying, she kept saying like little phrases and shit that like, was girl, just coming out of I know. But- and I was like, Jenny, where are these coming from? I like this. She was like, you writing this down? I was like, no, I'm not. But <laughs> she was like, it was a good conversation. Anyway. But I'm glad to know you're doing good, working hard. Yeah, I am just, I am honestly a little stressed, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, not wanting to let you down. You won't let me down. Don't honestly, we're doing, we're, 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 we're doing more than we did last year. Yeah, I know that like, we've talked about it. Like we've, we've both talked about, like we're doing something, mm-hmm. but I just, I still feel like I'm letting you down. Like even I don't know. It's just a, it's just a me thing. It's just me with like having to do something for somebody. I just, mm-hmm. it makes me very anxious and very like uncomfortable because 
If it's for myself, it, if it's trash, it's for myself. Which yeah, is for the both of us, though. Exactly. Which is why I don't want to let you down. <laughs> well, I mean, I still have a lot to do on my end, too. Once you're done with your part. Yeah, but that just like that just is pressure, a lot of pressure on me because I'm like, I'm not done. And I'm like, you're just waiting. And that just makes me like I said, nothing you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Well, we're going to get it done. And yeah. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. Are you going to show me in person or are you going to want me to look at No, I would like to show because I feel like I need to explain. So I'm going to label like what the order is for everything when I send it to you. Uh-huh. Or when I, when I put it into our fruits thing. Uh-huh. Because I think I'm going to need to still tell you like this is this part. Not everything's exactly. I saw already. Okay, cool. What you showed me, I saw. It's not exactly what I said. It's it's hard. I know it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard. And I'm not going to lie. I don't ever want to do this again. Like for anything for this, for our podcast, at least right now, mm-hmm. I don't want to even attempt to do this. Like at least on this scale, if it's something small, like a little, like little something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nothing like I, I really don't ever want to do this again. Like, <laughs> okay. Just, but I think that's mainly coming from the, like me learning it right now and just my brain's just tired of it yeah i think i'll be fine later but like i said also i think just, you will be too at this just nothing this this level for a while i need i need well for a while yeah yeah i mean we're already gonna we're gonna take a break because we have other things to focus on in the new year anyway yeah but yeah i understand what you're saying but yeah it's going it's going well it's like a good i would say it's a good part it's a good stress mm-hmm yeah i would say it's a good stress right now nothing like i'm not chopping my arm off or anything like that mm-hmm. yeah Speaking of arms, my arm is starting to get sore. Was like moving to today? Yeah, <clears throat> a little bit of did help me. Just, just let you know. Just to let me know. <laughs> Thanks. You know, if you're like really like, oh my god. Yeah. Even if even if you become a potato in the bed, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I'm spoiled right now with this job because of training. Like I'm getting too used to getting off early on Fridays. Like, is that gonna be every Friday? Until I'm done with training. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Friday starts. Weekend out, starts at three p.m. <laughs> and I found out officially that I don't have uh to work on Christmas Eve or Christmas. Mm-hmm. Me neither, girl. Yes. Or the day before, or the Eve Eve. Or the Eve. <laughs> I think we get off early on the day before Christmas. Oh, Eve. that's cool. Yeah. What a good time to get hired, so you can still enjoy. No, really day. though, really, <laughs> really. That's good. I'm this is my time of the year, though, like aside from the holidays, like like between the, the no, I'm saying aside from the holidays, like between October and December is when, at least in my opinion, really good things happen for me. That's good. Yeah. Like at, at least a lot of good things happen. But speaking of good things, Laura told me today that uh, her boyfriend got into his grad school program. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rad. So he starts the same time I start. So we're all all the people going back to school. I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I wait if I ever have children, I'm literally gonna say. And they ask me, hey, "Did you like it?" No, mm-hmm. but I did it. And if you want to do it, you can do it. And if you don't, you better have a plan. I did. You're gonna be the type of parent that gives your child a stu- uh, tutor, huh? Um, I would do whatever my child asked for help. If they needed whatever help, I, and I asked them, like, "Do you think you need a tutor?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll get you one. I'm not going to, I don't want to like force my kid to have one. You mean, you mean for math, they going to need a tutor though. Oh, not my dad though. Oh, definitely. Well, not. no, honestly, not my dad. My dad would probably be nicer to my kid than they would, than you know he would be to me. You're right. You're so, right. Yeah, I probably would have my dad. And plus I'm on his My dad would be all gentle with my child. Yeah. Like, no, 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 this, this. Meanwhile, my when I was younger, my dad mm-hmm. was drilling me with the fucking flashcards. Like, my, nope, got it wrong, got it wrong. My dad would literally get to the point of anger. Like, I don't understand why you're so dumb. Like he would tell me shit like that. Mm-hmm. And in Spanish, and I would just like, I'd get so mad, I'd just walk away. 
because I'm like, you're not helping. You're yelling at me because you're frustrated because I don't understand how you're teaching me. I don't understand how the teacher's teaching me. (laughs) So my dad wouldn't, my dad wouldn't call me names, but he would get frustrated with me sometimes. My dad used to call me burro and I really hate, fucking hated that. That means jackass in Spanish. I think you you told us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you all again. But he's great now. We don't we don't ever do math together. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you live and you learn. Yeah. But that's because you're doing good. Yeah. Are you doing okay? I heard you said yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm doing good for the most part. I just haven't been sleeping well since I talked to my grandma on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like ever since I talked to her for the listeners, I don't know if y'all believe it or not, but I'm super spiritual, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, my grandma and I were talking about specific things. And ever since we talked about that, like I haven't been sleeping through the night again. Because I think things are waking me up. And then with the bird flying into the window yesterday. Oh, yeah, girl. When we were here, that really freaked me out. Yeah. And so when I got home yesterday, I like I was just really low energy suddenly. And then like I sat on my bed and I'm like, I'm putting my phone away. So I put my phone away and then I laid down and I was like, okay, I'm just going to chill for a bit. But let me not go to sleep because if I go to sleep now, because it was six, if I go to sleep now. You yourself up. I didn't amp myself up. I think that was overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. And so I lay down and I'm like, I'm not going to go to sleep now because if I go to sleep now, then I'm going to wake up later and not go to sleep till the rest of the night. Didn't fucking happen. I fell asleep. I didn't wake up till like... You fell asleep for like six hours. Yeah, I wouldn't wake up till like closer to midnight. Got up, we just went to pee and put my food in the refrigerator <laughs> and then went back upstairs and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back to sleep. As soon as my head hit the pillow, I did not go to sleep. I was laying there, tossing and turning. Then I fell asleep for a little bit, woke up again. I was waking up like every hour. So, I mean, my sleep has been irregular, but it hasn't been anything to where like I'm sleep deprived. So overall, I'm still doing good. That's good. Nothing to complain about. No, yeah. I know we talked about we were, like the bird thing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like yesterday when you left, like how you felt like that. I didn't feel bad at all. Like I felt okay, but I did keep, like I told you, I've been here. Like there's people, everyone's going to think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Voices, like the voice, like the sounds were back in my head where I could mm-hmm. just hear everything. It was interesting. Yeah, people could be like, he's, he's hearing voices. <laughs> he's getting schizophrenic. No, but I started, like, I just heard it and... Like last night, I could have sworn when I was drawing in the kitchen. In the kitchen, mm-hmm. I could have sworn I was seeing like somebody around the corner of the of the fridge, mm-hmm. like just constantly popping their head out and forth. And I would look, and there was nothing. But I'm like, it's not my hair because my hair is tied up, so mm-hmm. my hair is not falling. Mm-hmm. I just like kept looking. I just like honestly, I just sighed, like <sighs> because I'm like, I don't have. I don't have time to amuse whatever the situation is yeah. going on, and right I have to finish this. Mm-hmm. So it was just interesting. I felt okay the rest of the night. I just felt lazy yesterday after that, though. But that was a struggle to fight through. Yeah, I went home and I wanted to paint and do shit and got to none of that, which is fine. But it's just that wasn't my plan when I was going home. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go into things we've watched. Thoughts on the Queens of season 14, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I totally fucking forgot. I don't give a fuck about the straight motherfucker who's in it. Like, okay. especially, did you, did you see their Meet the Queens when they're like, it's time, they said it's time for a straight guy to pave the way, to pave their way, to get a piece of the pie. It's time for a cis straight man to get it. And even if you think that's funny, it's not really funny when gay people, and we're barely having two openly trans women on the show this season. Not on All Stars, it's on a normal season. Uh-huh. Like it's taken. For- well, no, we had Sonique. She won last season. That was all stars. Oh, that was. I'm all saying stars. on a on an actual brand new season, and two contestants are trans, like mm-hmm. women. It's never happened like openly. 
mm-hmm. like in the promo like that or anything. And we really have brought a cis white male to. So in your opinion, that shouldn't I, be happening. I think that's really no. I think that's just like um, to me, it's it's I think no, because it just reminds me of like when straight people play trans people in movies. Mm hmm. And all it's like we don't there's there's no need for you like like kind of like appropriating yeah and I feel it's like yes you can like drag but this honestly is not for you like this show is not really for you to participate in in my opinion just because you know I'm I'm not that old but I didn't have like shows where it was just gay people that I got to watch or enjoy like trash TV that I liked to watch <laughs> because everything was straight everything was straight, straight. Yeah, yeah. and now we have something and even though we're like yeah they should have stopped Drag Race at season 12 they could have ended it good mm-hmm. but they're going I don't think they needed to add a straight person into the mix like I said I would have loved to have a bio queen on the season two mm-hmm. that would have been great we never get to see women like part, like cis women participate in drag and there's a lot of cis drag queens w- who are women well to play devil's advocate what's the difference between a cis woman and a cis male being in drag what the, what the difference the- is a hetero male is has the hetero the hetero privileges already wait he's straight he's straight he's a straight white male that that's why i said uh, that it's my uh, issue that's so interesting yeah okay yeah, that's, that's I think it's very different than having a straight woman bio queen on. Mm-hmm. I think it's very different. Okay. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Some people might not agree, but, you know, mm-hmm. I just think it's a no for me. <clears throat> I and The way they were sitting in the interview, they literally had their, they're in a dress, a skirt. Were their I legs open? Legs wide open. They're standing like they're about to get a beer. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I understand everyone's fantasy when they're in drag is different and yeah. their art form. But honey, honey, yeah, I maybe my opinion is very strong, but that's just how I've been feeling because I've also seen a lot of things on Twitter and on Instagram about this, and it's just mm-hmm. irritating to see it. And then I'm like, I really don't care about this. What, what have you been seeing, like in support? Of no, that? against everyone okay. against, which I understand. But I've also seen like their interview constantly, constantly. And then you know, you see they this person decided to like release a little text. <laughs> Like, oh, we haven't even statement. Seen, yeah, like you guys are only seeing what the interview is. I'm like, oh my god. Well, you said that. Like you you did say it's time for a straight guy to pay to get a piece yeah. of the pie. You didn't have to say that. Yeah. You could have just been very like very quiet. Careful. <laughs> you like, could have chose something else. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Quite honestly, no one had to know that they were straight. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, well, not my favorite. That's an that that should be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. It airs January first, right? Mm-hmm. That's a Monday. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's no. Not. It's a Thursday. I'm I think. Christmas. I think it's Thursday. Hmm. Anyway, what are we watching? Uh I haven't really. The only there's only two queens I really was interested in. One was Cornbread. Cornbread the snack. Uh-huh. And then um, I forget her name. She had this really pretty dress. It's like a smaller dress in the promo when she was walking with like all the arcade stuff. Did you see that promo where they were walking? They yes, were I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. I don't she had really pretty straight. She's like, trans, isn't she? I, m- maybe. I forget her name. I don't think, I think she's from Atlanta. Is I she don't know. Black? She, or, yes. Oh, that's not the lady I'm thinking of. That's not, that's not who I'm thinking of. Yeah. I was laughing at Yodi all because he's hitting the door. But I'm here for all the black queens because mm-hmm. they all look sick to me. Mm-hmm. But what's that white girl who we've seen on there with her face looks so boring with her makeup I, on she did not like, make an impression on me yeah she looked like she was late <laughs> I, 
I had to be there at five. <laughs> she didn't have enough time. I this to me the that promo part didn't really do enough for me. I really need to see now. I need to see the see the see episode who. one yeah. at least. But I did like their Candyland theme. Like how, like I like how they presented. It. I was like, oh, this is a cool promo. Did you see on the the Drag Race Instagram they they released like a snip of some of the guest judges that would be on the show? Oh yeah, Lizzo and Alicia Keys, Taraji P Henson, Taraji P Henson, and um, T.S. Madison's back mm-hmm. and. Some was Vanessa Williams back? I don't know, but oh no, she's on a fucking Queen of the Universe. Yeah, yeah, it's, it looks like it's going to be an interesting season. It'll it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, once again, they look like they got even more money this season. So <laughs> apparently, there's a twist. So there's always a twist. Let's, but let's hope the twist is fucking. I just want a straight, honestly, straight worthy. through season. I want a season with no twist one one year. I just want when you're eliminated, you got the f it. out. Yeah. You got get the f out. Yeah. Let's just go through. Let's just beat through this horse. Right. Only save two queens if the lip sync is like legendary. I'm not. We don't need to use those words. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Just a Definitely. good. Just a good fucking like. It has to be really good where you would be like, oh, I'd give them a five or mm-hmm. like a ten. Like it's not gonna be a one. Like they they both need some cash in the club. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I think about Drag Race right now, and I'm looking forward to and not looking forward to. Yeah. Speaking of that lackluster queen, another lackluster queen who wasn't lackluster, James Mansfield. And I bet she stole Christmas. I thought she was the best. Quite honestly, the star of the production. Honestly, I think I when you said that when we were watching it, I really was like, damn, James needs to get on like TV. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a good actress, especially a drag. Her drag bitchy character fits really like it's a really good bitch character it would be interesting to see her in a different role aside from a bitch because i know Mm -hmm. people can be pigeonholed into roles but quite honestly she carried that whole production in my opinion Mm -hmm. because she was funny she her character was her character like i wasn't looking like oh this is james mansfield you know i was like this is the i can't remember the name but character it was it was it was cute very camp oh yeah very (laughs) it was it was a cute holiday movie i'm glad peppermint was in it I I do like peppermint. Peppermint cracks me up. I didn't. I was a little confused with Brooklyn in it, but yeah. she, after a while, honestly, she didn't bug me. Like she, she didn't bug she me didn't at bug, all through it. I don't really. She's not my favorite. Yeah, but I didn't. At first, I was very like, "Why the fuck is she in here?" Mm-hmm. But it would. She actually. It's just PTSD. Yes, kind of drag race. It was. It was good. Like I feel like everyone was good. Jan was really good at right. <laughs> but they're trying to fuck with her. Yeah, they are. How are they going to give her? Be like, hey, you will be in this movie, and then be like, you're gonna. So you're gonna be your. You're gonna be yourself, but not yourself. You're gonna make fun of yourself about how a high energy you always are, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to be really monotone. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't that fuck with you? But she's still uh, in Jan's defense. At least what I heard, Jan was the only bitch singing for real. Oh no, same. I I, I thought this. I said, think I said it when we were watching. Him. Uh, she was good. Everyone was good, mm-hmm. but James was the best. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Rue. It was a cool. It was a cool production. <laughs> I mean, Rue was Rue. You know, I did think my only peeve with this is I know we're in a pandemic, so I know we're in the That's age of COVID. Green, green. However, there is an art with set design, and I feel like we need to go back to that because I don't know if it's because I. I'm a photographer and I put videos together, et cetera. And I like pick shit out easily. But like this green screen was very distracting to me. Like in yeah. some seat, like it, there was no smooth transition. It was like we're on a set, then where it's a green screen. And it's like, what, what, why yeah. did they do a green screen for this scene? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you mean, uh, for me, 
it was like the di- digital dimension does not compare to real dimension, like having a real dimension no. of something in the room. Especially you when you have, sorry. That's tangible. No, you're fine. That's like tangible or something you can touch. Like you can interact with your scene. Yes, like, right. Makes a difference. Especially when you have um, big ass drag queens like RuPaul. And remember the one scene like when they're in the office, they're close to RuPaul. Then they do a backup, but they don't change RuPaul's sizing in the green screen. So then RuPaul just looks really huge. And it's like, this bitch is already huge. Was this on Paramount? Yes, we watched it on Paramount. No, no, no. We no. watched it on TV. I don't know if it's it on It was on VH1. Now. Yeah, it was on VH1. Okay, but that's VH1 money. You really couldn't make a little set, like, make a little... You just need to make a little office, right? I don't know. I don't, quite honestly, like, uh, within the past couple of months, like, I know shit was made last year, especially. So that's probably why we're still getting green screen stuff. But... I don't know why people are choosing to do green screen still. Actually, I lie. I do know why. It's a cheaper thing to do because you don't have to pay for set design. However, it's not my first choice. Definitely. It's not mine because lighting is important. Shading is important. Mm-hmm. Dimension is important. Proportions are important. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot to take into account. And again, I don't know if it's just because of my eye and me voting, noticing things. And But that, that was my big thing with the whole should. thing. I don't personally don't think you should be able to build somebody's makeup digitally and the background at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you should be able to do yeah. both at the same time. Like if the background's real and you have to touch up the face, you should be like just enhancing the light from the scene that you already had set up and the way you made it. So this, the light bounces, like you're saying. See, but I think, I think they're doing it where it's like we shoot, you and I are shooting the scene in front of a green screen and then we go in post-production and that's when we add everything in. So it's a big part on people in post-production in regards to lighting and all the stuff I mentioned. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but spe- uh, like, you know, Jan, she she sang. She was good. She didn't irritate me. Um, but speaking of queens who irritate me, that scene. Queen of the Universe. I watched it. I did too. I've got notes. Would you like me to go through them? I mean, it's our show. All right. (laughs) So these are opinions, people. So take them with a grain of salt. But these are opinions from a world champion, winner, singer, and drag queen extraordinaire. Myself. Thank you. So the first queen, I forgot her name. I think her last name was... She sang Sylvester. I didn't mind it, but... So you did see the new new episode? Yeah, I did. Uh, When did you watch it? On my lunch. Okay. So the queen who sang Sylvester, I didn't mind it. Not my favorite. Her tone. It, it honestly wasn't that bad because I thought that song was a hard song though. Yeah. But? But her tone, it got to a point where it hit me. Quite honestly, all the queens, their tones got to a point where it's like, I don't think you should be singing this note. She sang Unbreak My Heart. I don't like the way Her she heart needs it. to stay broken because it was <laughs> not great at all. She sounded out of breath. Wasn't my favorite. Needs to go. Distracted by that wig. What exactly was that baying comb over situation? Baying. Where did you do you remember? It was like No, I didn't. She I, like pulled it in over. I could I can honestly say I only liked maybe two people's performances yesterday or on that episode. Everyone else was like, What the like you sang the last episode and this is what you're bringing to the Yeah. You did sound, like bring Juju back at this point if uh yeah but her vocals were fine besides that high note once again the queens in these goddamn high notes oh she she sang nine to five bad did no justice at all she no longer has a job no nine to five for her because that was compared to the week before i'm like so you specifically only know how to like keep pitch with yodeling because it did not sound good at all but she stayed 
she would say, no, we didn't find out who said Oh, yeah, that's right. It says to be, con- to be, to be continued. continued. All this like an extra shit with the production. Watch, they're going to bring Juju back. And they're like, we, did, we lied again. We're going to bring Juju back. <laughs> Celine Dion, my heart will go on. No, it won't. The, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. The queen from India? No, no, no. The bearded queen. It wasn't bad. No. I thought she no, didn't no, share. No. She did sing share. Yes, you're right. <laughs> queen from India. Her, it's her tone. Like I didn't think it was that bad, but it wasn't the it wasn't as good as the time before. She wouldn't go home. I think it was better than the time before. You think so? I, I in my opinion, I didn't think her very high vocal was bad the first episode. I I didn't. I didn't say I liked it, but I didn't think it was bad. I compared to this episode, I mm-hmm. thought it was bad. Like last week's. Okay. <laughs> she sang Nina Simone. Oh, she did. Really I put good. a spell on you. She's one of the only ones who sang good, I think. But those high notes, though. Yes. But I, I need to know also, too, are they letting them sing the whole song? Or are they giving them like, you can only do these bars? Because we're only getting like. They probably, you know, in their defense. And again, I know I sound like I'm shitting on them. I'm not. I'm just, you know, giving my opinion. But in their defense, they probably do edit the song. Like the producers probably edit it a certain way and compile it together. Or they probably sing a certain version of it. So it's probably why it's the way it is. But still, aside from a few of the high notes in the song, the last note was really good in that song. I mean, I don't think she should have went home. I don't think she should have went home. She wasn't in the bottom. I think she's one of the best singers here. I do too. She has a lot of control with her voice. It's just, again, those high notes are a little... Did you like last week, though? Yeah, I really liked her last week. Yeah, I I like her both weeks. I do agree this one was a little weaker than last week's, but that doesn't... That shouldn't have... That shouldn't send her home if she goes home, if they send her home. Yeah. I laughed because she made the statement that all fucking queens make. Once one queen goes home, the competition starts now. And it's like, bitch, the competition started when it started. You should have been fighting... From the beginning, what? Anyway, her song was fine. Again, until the high note, I wasn't fucking with it. Yeah, her voice was good until the high notes. And then, the bearded queen. Yeah, but my peep was like, she didn't uh, give us body or anything drag aside from the little space between her eyes and her nose with her the lipstick. makeup. Because I'm like, we didn't get padding. We didn't get breasts. Some people might we didn't say, get shading. Some people might say, we have a, a, we're feminizing drag. Like, it's not supposed to be like, I'm like, what? But I didn't get any illusion. Yeah, I don't know what, like, was she just clamming it up? On that note, I am a bit confused about what the point of the competition is. Because, like, is it a singing competition or are we focusing on their looks? Because if you notice, some of the queens, the judges, some of them critiqued, started to critique their voices and then went, but you look so good tonight. Well, also, uh, to add on to what you're saying, because I know, I think I feel exactly what you're saying. What The one who's in charge of the outfit critique is... And excuse me, I'm sorry. Does not have like the best looks and who is... To be judging the looks. Like, I don't feel but like I think they look- Paula of the show. Like, she, have you noticed that she doesn't give any negative critiques? Well, when is her... When she is, always gives positive When does her red list kick in? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they brought back... <laughs> which, why the fuck did they do that? And then the bitch sang Car Wash out of all songs. In my opinion, again, world championship singer here. That is not a song that shows off your vocals. Like, and I don't unless know. she was dancing and then her voice was shaky. And I was like, what? Are we watching the same thing here? I, I don't, th- I didn't like the, the ad libs that are in the song that she was trying to emulate to. I didn't like it. Like it just didn't. Neither did I. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, it didn't make me feel, it didn't feel comfortable with like her performing it. She came back an even more cockier queen, in my opinion. And then she, she, she's the first one for them to say, you're not going, you're staying. Right. 
anyway, yeah, those are, those are just my thoughts on that show. Yeah, it was okay. Um, and then... I'm only going like, right now, honestly. This is the one I... Quite honestly, yeah. I'll even give it to... I don't know how to pronounce her name, but the Bearded Queen. I'll even give it to them, but I... They need to pick a better song. Yeah. And if they're doing outfit, too, you need to... Yeah, yeah. So I'll give, I'll give them one more week, but then if I'm not wild next week... It might I don't be know. over next week. Who knows? Oh, God. <laughs> Who knows? It's $250,000 on the line. No, a quarter of a million dollars. Oh, they got to say a quarter of a million every time. Oh, God. I mean, after taxes, you're only getting a hundred thousand, probably. No, more than that. Well, what what did um the one from Mexico City is like? It's a million, five pesos. million, it's, or five million pesos. I was like, damn, we're gonna go to Mexico then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and aside from that, I watched Happiest Seasons, the lesbian Christmas movie. Did it satisfy you? It did. did it bring you joy. It did. It brought me joy. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm mm-hmm. glad you did. And then we're gonna watch that gay Christmas movie later. Oh yeah. I forget a single something. But I thought you were talking about the lesbian movie. I like the cast in it already, so I'm excited for the to watch it. Is it? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> Moving into world news, do you have anything? Did you see anything? Uh nope. I've been stuck to my art screen, so no. Okay. I saw a few things, things that stood out to me. Oh no, I lied. I did see a couple of things because I texted you about it, so I lied. Okay. You want to share? Um, the minimum wage when a legislation or not minimum wage, the work week going to four days that they're sending to the house or something to vote on. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at everything, the detail, but I'm like, I need to figure out what they're, what's this going to entail? What they're talking about it. Like, yeah. What's that going to mean? Like, I think if they're going to do it, they need to make it a, I was about to say state country wide, wide mandate. Because it's going to be very interesting if it does pass and they don't make it a mandate. To where certain companies are going to be like, well, it doesn't the, apply here. When things happen there, it's nationwide. When it's just in our court in California, like our uh-huh. our Supreme Court in California, that's just for California. Like, is it just for California? Every state has like their own little Supreme Court, and then there's like the federal court where things. The, when they decide things, that's going to be for everything. So that's what I'm asking: is it for everyone? Yeah. Is it for the nation? Yeah, yeah. It's okay, nationwide. Okay. What else? I seen um, <sighs> Biden was doing something. I don't remember. Okay. You know. <laughs> I'm like he could be doing anything. What was it? I don't know. Had a had his toast. Okay. Breakfast. <laughs> Let's see. Let me let me do a quick run through. See what we got here. Okay. Yeah. So only one. Only. It's, well, one really good thing, and then the last thing I'll talk about is kind of like kind of good. Okay. So the first thing was Chile legalized same-sex marriage. Oh yeah. They became the 31st country to do so. So that's exciting for all of us in the in the queer LGBTQIA plus community. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, but that's cool. And then let me just get the other kind of positive thing out of the way. An 18-year-old Chinese teenager was reunited with his birth parents after being abducted and missing for 14 years, bitch. Oh, wow. 14 years. And his parents never stopped looking for him. But the interesting thing about it is that he wants to stay with his adoptive parents. But he was abducted. I know. Did the did the parents abduct him or somebody? No, somebody else. Somebody abducted him so they could so they could like sell him to get adopted. No, or? no, they just abducted the kid. And then how did the, when he was four? How did these parent these step parents get him? The um through wait, how did the step parents or his biological parents the find step him? Step parents get him. That is not clear. That is not clear. I think it's his. I think it's his abductors that adopted him. But quite honestly. I didn't look that too deep into it, so let me not sit up here and lie. But the the thing I want, why I want to talk about it, because I thought it was interesting that he he 
is going to have a, a relationship with his bio parents, but he wants to stay with his adoptive parents. I mean, and I don't because adoptive parents have money, probably, huh? And his no, I, well, I don't know that. I w- I would just think that because his adoptive parents raised him for fourteen years, that if you're gone from your bio parents for fourteen years, that's kind of weird to be like, yeah, let me let me just jump back back with you guys, even though I haven't well, seen you since I was four. How old are they now? He's oh, they're, eighteen. They're of age, so they can. Exactly. Have to go back, honestly. No, they don't. I mean, you technically have the choice to whether you want to go with your parents or not once you're 13, at least in this country. You have a say so. But that was that was something that was from CNN. <clears throat> in more morbid news, the Justice Department closed the Emmett Till case with no charges. The black. Do you know who Emmett Till is? You don't? Not off the top of my head. Um, he was a black teenager who oh, was, was killed. No, that's Ahmaud Arbery. This was in the 50s, I believe. He's a black teenager who was killed by two white men after a white woman said that he grabbed her and made sexual advances to her and whistled at her while in their store. And the white men beat him, mutilated him, shot him in the head and tied him to a cotton gin thing and threw him in the lake. And uh, he was found. And he's the he was the big high profile, high, one of the big high profile cases that catapulted the civil rights movement. He was the one where his mom, I can't remember her first name, but her last name was Bradley. Um, she had an open casket service for her son. So it's a really big case. And they said that those people were innocent? Yeah, they, I mean, the, the court system back then wasn't in I mean, it's not like it is now of people of color, especially black people, but it definitely wasn't for black people then. And so they weren't charged with anything. And then the woman who said that Emmett did those things before she died, when she was interviewed, she allegedly said that she lied. Well, she's going to hell. Who knows where she's going? But yeah, I just thought that was very interesting. The men were acquitted and uh, couldn't be retried because they were acquitted. So, I mean, but they also died well before the woman died. But that was just something interesting to note because once again, it's like, I know it's a case that's been reopened multiple times, but it's just a sign, like a sign to black people that we're at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to justice and treatment in the world because our skin is darker. Uh, the next thing I saw that was interesting that stood out to me uh, is that it looks like Pew- uh, Putin is going to invade Ukraine. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And look is the operative word because it could just be a coercive or diplomacy or it could actually be an invasion. And I don't know if you know, but Ukraine was separated from NATO 31 years ago. And this is interesting to watch because if this is actually an invasion, which, like I said, all signs are pointing to that it is, uh, it'll be the biggest land war since World War II. Mm-hmm. They want to keep a buffer zone between the, the West and communism and capitalism Mm -hmm. that's why they that's why ukraine for the first time it happened when ukraine left the soviet union after like dismantled or whatever Mm -hmm. they were trying the soviet union was trying to get it back and the only way they allowed them to be like alone like not bug them was if they didn't join nato so that's why they were that's why they didn't still were have never been a part of nato because they don't want Russia, but Russia was going to do whatever the fuck they wanted. Mm-hmm. Not Russia, Putin. I'm not. That's not fair. To, I don't feel like every Russian wants to do sh- like wants this thing to no, happen. The dictator does, though. You just reminded me of something I read about. I forget his name, but the only guy who Putin's afraid of that has that right that has the group in Russia that going against him and is the only person who runs against him and he's tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. He tried to kill him and then they they flew him to to Berlin to save his life because he was poisoned. But he's back in Russia's mm-hmm. 
possession. People, he already had set a fire, uh, set like the spark for the people of Russia to like, have, that's why they've been having a lot of protests. Revolution mm-hmm. across the world. Enough is enough. Very interesting. No one wants to fight a fucking war anymore. That's so, we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to do that. We can all communicate what we want or what, what everything. We all can't. No, we can't. We all can't, but there is communication. There's so many other ways besides fighting and violence to figure out solutions. But you have sense. Yes. I just don't have the answers to everything, but I'm one person. If we all were like trying to, you know, violent, I think we could all come up with solutions if we were all trying not to be violent or disrespect each other. In a perfect world. Yeah. (laughs) Real quick, going back to the Emmett Hill story. When I was talking to Drani the other day. Uh, she was telling me how she, uh, when she moved here with her mom and siblings from Texas, how it was terrifying for her to go to school because it was like right in the middle of the civil rights movement. She was in middle school. So it was just very interesting to hear her experiences. What year did your grandma get here to Cali? I don't know, but she was uh, in middle school. She was in the sixth grade. So I think she said 11. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing I saw in the news, the Michigan school shooting, the kid who murdered and injured four people, several students that were injured, uh, is being tried as well as his parents. And I think that is interesting because this is the first time his parents, but parents in general are being account, being held accountable for their child's actions as well. They had a weapon in the house that they let him get. Well, this is the thing. The parents bought the teenager the gun. (laughs) For Christmas, an early Christmas present, allegedly didn't lock it up. This story gets worse. So they were called to the school the day that he did the shooting. They didn't take him out of school because they didn't believe that he was a threat. They also didn't know that he had the gun with him. But So they didn't all go to jail? In my opinion, yes. They didn't take him out of school the day the shooting happened and even texted him saying his mom texted him when news got out that there was a shooting at their son's school. His mom texted him and said, I forget his name. Irrelevant. But blank. No, pretty much like I know it's you. Stop. But it was too fucking late. Like y'all had the option to take this child out of school earlier in the day. No. Exactly. Exactly. The parent was a good parent. This is what they should have got the phone. Nine one. My son is shooting up the school. I know it's him. You need to arrest him. No, 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 no. They're in trouble because they bought the child the gun. And so it looks as if the parents fled. Yeah. <laughs> and they were gone for 24 hours and found in an abandoned office building. Allegedly. I don't know what they were trying to do, but <laughs> the lawyer contacted people before. Like, so I guess they contacted their lawyer. They just didn't want to. I don't know. Who knows their fucking motive? Well, they run away. That's going to be so exactly idiot. Exactly. Well, clearly, they're not smart. But to sum up, this trial uh, will be interesting to watch. So uh, you agree. The parents should be tried. I think so, too. Yet. I do think Especially that if they're running away. Especially if they bought the child the gun. There was a photo I saw earlier, which I, I didn't even save it. I moved on because I was so fr- irritated. But there was a, a mom posed, posing with her four boys. And I want to say the youngest child was no taller than this. All holding semi-automatic guns that they got for Christmas. I don't understand that. But she was a Christian woman. Well, how is Santa Claus? What do you really, what do you, how do you tell your kid Santa's going to make you a real gun and bring it to you? I don't know. I don't know. It's fucking, and they were white. <laughs> right? Yes. Of course. <laughs> but, like, I've seen this thing on Twitter. 
the other yesterday and it was this um, white girl saying uh, Americans aren't colonizers. White Americans are not colonizers anymore. Colonialism ended. So we're so stop calling white people in America colonizers because we're not. And then it's like, show me proof. Mm -hmm. And it was a black girl. And she said along the lines of what's been happening the past two years, like these really major like events with like shootings and mm -hmm. uh, deaths and like the way police treat black people and mm -hmm. all this stuff. And it was just like, Foop, this is the rebuttal. Like only need to say this one word to shut this stupid person up. Like she's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, there, you are still colonizers because you still act like it. In my opinion, like I know I have a specific worldview as being a black person. Um, and I know it, I'm not doing, you know, the torture Olympics or struggle Olympics. But like, in my opinion, black people are the worst treated out of everybody, especially when it comes to the system and, and that are set up. And it's just fucking frustrating that people just act like it ended at some point or it doesn't exist. And it's like, you lack self-awareness and Clearly the awareness to, to, to realize to say that exactly I'm like you lack the awareness to realize that like it's great that you don't see this around you but also look around your surroundings who's surrounding you is it all white people and how, like there's so many examples like you say her saying we're not calling it it's just okay what's why is ice going and ripping people out of their homes and why are people in cages on the border like if we can keep going there's a list of why so many things the bulk of the people who have the money in this country are white mm-hmm why do they have most of the decisions? Anyway, we can go. Into yeah, that. we can go. We, we can change this podcast to right. well, colonizers need to die. But let's but not. Let's not. <laughs> it's about <laughs> our arts and yeah. our lives. But unfortunately, the real world just sometimes is needs to be addressed mm -hmm. with us, like venting our thoughts or at least our frustrations. Mm -hmm. So we just took a time. Well, let's air some things out and take a shit real quick. And we'll be back. All right, and we're back. And, and it's time. You know back <laughs> oh, he walked by. It's time for the fuck off list. Do you got any? Mm, did I say APA format last week? You sure well, did. fuck it again. <laughs> oh, fuck off to rude people who are ignoring you when you're asking them a question and keep talking at you like they don't have to listen to what you're saying. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. Positive alternative. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's a better positive alternative? Um, don't be an asshole. Can we add a little word to that? Maybe be an active listener, active participant when you're not. Okay, uh, uh, positive solution. You're not Jesus. So you need to give everybody the same attention as you would expect to give when you're trying to talk to somebody. I don't care. Like, you don't need to be rude, especially when you're coming to a place to be served or serviced for something. You need them. What are you going to act like? You don't need to listen to what they're saying. Only what you think is important. You can go somewhere else. So positive alternative, manners. There you go. <laughs> common decency. Common decency. But it's not common, so. It's not. Neither are manners. Neither is sense. All right. You have another one? Oh, fleas. I forgot to say it last week. Yoda mm -hmm. had fleas really bad last week. Mm -hmm. Fuck off to fleas. Positive solution. Get some Dawn and wash your dogs if you need to. That'll kill them right away. Yeah, I know it's not good to do that all the time, but that will kill them. If I you think we talked about that one last week. Did I? Well, I'm saying it again. <laughs> all right. Well, I have two this week. Mm -hmm. So fuck off to people who use filters and say something along the lines of always sexy or skin popping, or God's gift to me. Or I was born like this. Or I woke up like this, or I was born like this, bitch. You just reminded me. I'm not the only one, even though I have a specific eye for things, I'm not the only bitch that can tell when a filter's on a face. Or on a booty. And it's just, in my personal opinion, it's upsetting 
as a photographer, as the average person that's outside of photography, to have so many people use filters over their faces. And it's like, when you look back at this 20, 30 years from now, if people still care to print photos, you're not going to recognize yourself because you didn't look like that, actually. Like, you truly did not look like that. Your skin was not look like that. And that's no shame. But like, you did not look like that. Your eyes weren't that color. Your skin wasn't that smooth. You didn't have a natural blush. No one's skin is that's perfect. This is smooth. Well, some people are. There are some people with dark, dark skin that look like their skin is just as smooth as butter. But anyway, fuck off to those people. Positive alternative. Embrace, embrace what you look like. Like, again, I know that's probably a negative point of view and look like I know people are having fun with it probably. And, you know, I'm probably just looking too deep into it. But I just personally think that we need to move towards, you know, less filters and embracing more of the natural side of things. Mm-hmm. My last fuck off. Fuck off to all, but especially the straights who say suck my dick as a diss. To me, that's not a diss. That's an invitation. That's an invitation. That's a privilege. That also signals a homosexual proposition. Mm -hmm. So if anything, that's a pleasure. Positive alternative. It's a luxury, really. A positive alternative that I guess could be a negative. Come up with a different diss. Come up with something that's actually witty and a diss. Not something that's going to invite me. Someone says, suck my dick. Wait, so are you mad? Because I'm going to respond with some gay shit if you say suck my dick. I really will. I don't think that's a diss. I think it's so boring. Mm -hmm. Straight men lately have been getting on my nerves even more than lately. But, you know, that's a whole separate thing. But those are my fuck-offs. I I don't know if this is like a fuck-off, but you just reminded me of something that annoyed me and I did want to talk about it on the podcast today. Okay. Um, So I noticed on Twitter, I'm not going to say the people's names, Mm -hmm. but like I understand when you have to vent, like you're maybe just writing down a thought that's going in your head or a feeling. Mm -hmm. But if your whole like social media is about you posting nobody likes me. I'm so alone. Mm-hmm. Or like, this is why I don't do this or this and that. Like if somebody's list, like, I don't know, that sounds really mean, but it's like, you're begging for attention. It seems like you're like, you're reaching for attention for things that doesn't need to be addressed. And I understand. What's an example? Like, well, this person was talking about wanting to be in a threesome or whatever. And they're like, this is what they, they just said from my knowledge of what I can remember. They said, this is why I don't do threesomes because everyone always forgets about me and nobody ever thinks about me. So that's why I just can't do it. It's just too much. And it, I, that, I was just scrolling and all of a sudden there was just a tap, like a message like that. And it went on to look like further into this person's thing. And it's things like that. It's very similar things like that. And it's like, I'm so lonely. I Maybe maybe when it, I turn 30, um, I'm just going to get rid of social media and redo a rebranding because I'm just so lonely. Why wait? And they have like, they have like 5,000 followers. So I'm like, are you know what you're doing? You're start trying to get attention. Fishing. Like, and I don't like that. I don't know if that's bad of me to be like, that annoys me, but that makes me unfollow people. I mean, if it annoys you, it annoys you. Yeah. I don't think that's a negative thing. And I just, those are the people I'll start to unfollow. If I see that, I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't, because this is like, I understand if you're having, like people all have thoughts where sometimes like, oh, I'm like, oh, today's just like, you know, you post like, I'm so pissed off or I'm, it irritates me when someone does this. But if your whole constant social media life is about things like what I just described about mm-hmm. complaining, it's like, what do you, what, where do you draw the line? Where's your energy? Why are you putting your energy into this? Like, this is why you don't, why you're alone. Like, and not, no, not to be a dick, but this is why you're lonely. You're putting your energy into this to express, to like fish for things. Mm -hmm. And you're fish, you're probably sorting out which fish you want. Like, you're just like calling fish to come in and you're like, "Mm, I'll take this fish. No, you can just stay there. I'm just going to ignore you. But where do you draw the line though? Cause like, Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm not saying this is the case. I'm not defending the person, but you know, like how sometimes people have social media because they truly don't have other people around them, like friends around them to support them and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that is the only place where they can. What are you, I guess it'd be like, what are you doing? Not you, but the person, Uh what are you doing to change that? Because it, it can all, this is coming from me and I am, I don't, I personally don't have like a lot of friends. I'm okay with that, but I know when I want more friends, I need to just reach out to people that I already have like some sort of connection with and Mm -hmm. just start to like build on that. And I know where I could go if I was trying to actually meet friends or like Mm -hmm. just make more connections. What is like as a person, what is this person doing to change that? Do they want to change that? Because if you're just going to constantly post, I'm lonely or this is why this and that or this is that. What do you are you trying to change that or you Mm -hmm. just want to complain about you not wanting to change your outcome? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what we get. No, I do know what me. you mean. I think yeah. that's what irritates me. I don't know what the positive solution is, mm-hmm. but that just irritates the shit out of me. Yeah, that's that's one that I don't know what the positive alternative would be. My mind just goes, and again, not defending. I agree with mm-hmm. you, not defending, but my mind naturally goes to before I or after I address the irritation. I think, does this person even have a connection with anybody? Does this person have friends around them? Before I go into what are you doing, I do agree. What are you doing? But I try to think of their circumstances. But the reason why I do agree with you is because I do think it's something interesting where it's like you have X amount of followers. You tweet about these things. But on the same side, you're tweeting about things like I had a threesome and nobody's paying attention to me. Well, why do you keep putting yourself in these situations if it doesn't serve you? Or posting like things about, oh, I'm really horny tonight. Like this. I'm like, so you're just playing a game here. <laughs> like, honestly, if you're tweet, if you're honestly, tweet- Twitter is a fucking game. If anyone takes it seriously, you're the fool. Which <laughs> maybe I'm the fool for even this annoying me. <laughs> but this is the reason why I don't follow the person. <laughs> so... It's just stuff like that. I'm like, this is so like, this is why no one can make friends because you're, you're literally, you you don't want friends. You're trying to fuck. So if you're trying to figure that out, go where that needs to happen. You're already halfway putting your ass out here. So I'm sure if you go onto the right applications where you can find somebody in your city Mm -hmm. for things like that, you can play the game with somebody in real life. But why are you doing this and I don't know, this is another thing. I'm just internet friends only. I don't understand that. Like if you're only friends online and like if all your friends are only online, I feel like that's really not healthy. Did someone say that? No, but I've seen things like that. And okay. I'm just like, in my opinion, I'm not a therapist or whatever, but I'm just maybe confused. But I wouldn't personally feel satisfied with just saying I have online friends. But there's like, a word for that. I can't remember. I think it's parasocial relationships. Those are real. And if I remember correctly from my psychology classes, they are necessary in some situations, especially in the current times. However, I do think I understand what you're saying in regards to like, if you don't have any other friends and you just have parasocial relationships maybe change your circumstances like yes because okay. like me i'm gonna be i'm just gonna be a dick i guess i don't accept when somebody says well i'm just too shy but you have a lot of online friends like you're there's a shyness that you don't have that you when you're behind a screen yeah so I'm like why can't you just so i'm like how much of this is really a thing or you're just telling you're it's like you're your own saboteur mm-hmm. at that point because if you find all these things that you guys are like say people are like like pokemon they have a lot of friends because they like pokemon and all this stuff there's real groups in real life, like in your neighborhood and probably like even like your city or whatever, where mm-hmm. you can probably go to gay Pokemon things or whatever. I am I don't doubt, like for an example, I don't doubt that there are things like that. So why are you not trying to achieve that 
But if you if you want to be stuck in your little living out living online only, mm-hmm. that's that's okay. But I guess me is I'm just like I don't understand it um, to a certain point. I understand your point of view, and I understand what you're saying. Uh, for the most part, I do agree with you. I do think, though, however, we do come from a privileged point of view as well, considering where we're from and how we are and who we are. There are still a lot of people, especially a lot of queer people who aren't around people who can, you know, groups of people that are into Pokemon or they have uh, a big dating pool or whatever. Mm -hmm. However, in my opinion, I do think that a positive alternative for this as a whole for all of us is for us to really reassess our relationship with technology and social media and how we compare it to our everyday life, like how we use it in our everyday life and how much time we spend on it. Because I do think there's a there's a huge positive side to social media and the internet, but there's also very big negative downsides mm-hmm. to it. And I do think that could be a negative result if you spend if that person is spending too much time on the internet. But that specific person sounds like they're going through a lot and need therapy. I mean, everybody needs therapy, in my opinion, but specifically that person. No, yeah. So that was just like leading off. That was my the whole thing I've been thinking yeah. about all week because I, uh-huh. I kept seeing shit like that. And then like the Twitter space, I just pop in to listen to people talk. It's yeah. very that. I'm like, I can be over here showing your booty hole and be like, I'm shy. But you have your whole ass spread. Are you really shy? Or what is the situation? Like, and like, it's the fishing. It's the fishing for things. I'm like, you're, you're, you're not as in, you're not innocent. Like you're trying to make it. You're, that's kind of manipulative, isn't it? Um, it can be. I do think it would be very interesting though to see in like 10, 20 years from now, how social media and the internet is going to change, how interactions going to change, but also what people are going to do, not saying specifically sex workers, but people who oh, yeah, yeah. are like this, how they're going to navigate through the world when they can no longer get attention through their body or through, say, a platform like Twitter, mm-hmm. because people either aren't going to care about them or no shade. They're not going to look the same and or it's going to be irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. Fuck off. Okay. Yeah, that was my little like wandry. Thanks for the quandary. Yeah, thanks. That concludes the focal off list. Close that book. Let's <laughs> let's move into Bradley's brain teases. The Bradley's bees. <laughs> all right, all the questions. The category is introspection. I don't know what that word means. Introspection is like looking in, looking within, uh, self reflection. So the examination of observation of one's own mental emotional processes. Okay, let's do it. All right. First question. B. What are some issues with yourself that you feel comfortable airing that you want to work on? Issues with myself? Mm-hmm. Can you give me two? Can you give me one? If any. Just regular like issues? Yeah. I could also go first to give you examples if you'd like. Yeah, you go first. Okay. So I have two issues that I feel comfortable airing at the moment. The first is I would like to be able to do more activities on my own. Uh, this is an issue because I feel like, especially in the past, not as of recently within the past few months, but especially in the past, especially when I was younger, I really wouldn't do stuff if one of my friends couldn't go with me. Mm-hmm. Like I would I would really want to do something, but I'm like, but I want somebody to go with me. And I think that's an issue because um, especially when I was younger, very, I think that's very dependent on other people. Like if it's something that I want to do, I should be able to fucking do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's changing now, but I do think that is an issue that I want to work on still. And I am still working on it. I have been spending a lot more time with myself and doing more things with myself. But that is a big issue that 
I have been trying to work on. The second is learn how to stand up for myself more. I do think that I'm really quick to stand up for my friends and people that I love before I'm quick to stand up for myself. And I am working on that. It's a work in progress, but I do think that is an issue because if I can't stand up for myself, how can I really stand up for other people in my life? In my opinion, those are things that I struggle with. I don't know if other people would agree with that, but those are things in my opinion. Okay. How about you? I want to say this, but I feel like it's not going to change because of my autism. Okay. But I want to say be around people more because mm-hmm. I hate being around people. <laughs> Literally the opposite of me. Yeah, like, I do things by myself. You're like, but be around people. Like, I don't mind. I can do whatever I want by myself. <laughs> yeah. But the issue for me is there's going to be people there. Like I, I could go to a restaurant by myself. Honestly, I used to do shit like that all the time before COVID. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to be around people now. Like it, people just irritate me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm truly irritated with people most of the, t- the time I have to interact with them. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, at least to my knowledge, I'm not showing that. I'm just very like, thank you. Like I'm just really nice. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. of my day job. Cordial. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I just want to be able to not, not. I want to be able to be around to be around people without being exhausted Mm -hmm. after like an hour and wanting to go home. I know you said it's part of it you think is your autism, but do you know in those specific situations, maybe things that have happened recently, what irritates you? Like what bothers you about being around people? Is it just an overstimulation thing? Um, Is it the specific personality? Just like not knowing what we're going to do or not knowing what's coming next. Like it's just like, like, you know, like an example, like with earlier before, like you said, do you want to watch this movie? And I'm like, well, no, because you said we were going to, like I told you, I already planned because mm-hmm. you told me we're just recording. You got to go. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go to get my, my little item mm-hmm. and I was going to come back, finish working on the stuff. So it's like that. Like, I wish that didn't bug me. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just say, yeah. And change my whole plans, but I can't. Like, mm-hmm. it's really hard. If it, it fucks, if I do, it fucks with my day. Mm-hmm. And that I know is the autism. And it's, I just, I've never been able to like fully get, stop doing stuff like that. It's hard. I may have days where it's like easier, mm-hmm. but it's just really hard. And it makes me cringy right now, just even talking about it. Mm-hmm. But I just want, I wish I didn't have to do that. I wish it could just be like normal and like have plans change and it not affect like my mood or my enjoyment of what I do. So is it more so plans changing or is it being around people? It's, well, I guess those are two things. Like okay. My two things. Okay. So they both exist with each other then. Yeah. Okay. So that. Okay. I, I probably have other shit I need to work on. Hey, but. you shared enough. Second question. What is your relationship with being in love? Do you allow yourself to love freely or are you more of a skeptic? love what does it mean like romantic love yes romantic love when i know i love somebody uh there's no there's no arguing with it i just know like i care for them a lot because especially if i let them do things that i don't normally allow people to have control over Mm -hmm. when it comes to me Mm -hmm. so if that's the situation you well that's i guess a way for me to tell somebody like if i'm like if you're doing something that i normally don't let people do that you know i don't let people do mm-hmm. then there's your answer like so what is your relationship with being um being in very accepting of it uh-huh. very accepting but not accepting at the same time if that makes sense like it there'll be random things that i'm just like 
oh, this is weird still. Like, or this is weird. So a little bit of skepticism is still there. Very, very little. But as, at the point, if I'm already at the point of love, that means I've already siphoned through. <laughs> I've siphoned through all those thoughts of like not or skepticism. I've siphoned through the skepticism if I've already at decided the point. that. Yeah. Or I guess acknowledge that you're in love. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My relationship with being in love, I don't know. I haven't been in love since my last relationship Mm -hmm. and I've definitely changed and I think I've definitely done a lot of work on myself so I haven't pursued any romantic relationship where this is gonna sound shady but it's the truth I haven't pursued any romantic relationship where I've been in love or really liked the person I've kind of just been bored or they were there or, you know, I just wanted to have fun or whatever. And I, for the most part, have been very clear with those people when those things have happened. That sounds like you're like that was part of your process of working on yourself, though. Yes, it is. It, it definitely was. And I definitely wouldn't redo those or moving forward, definitely put anyone through that again. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very transparent about where I am in life mm-hmm. in regards to relationships and being in love with people. But I say I don't know what my relationship with being in love is right now because I'm not in a relationship, a a romantic relationship like that. Um, I do know though that I do want to be, I do want to allow myself to love freely because I have before and it's scary. What does that mean for you? What is freely? Freely meaning like I don't block myself, meaning like I can be very uh, skeptical. Yes, skeptical. Mm -hmm. I can be very skeptical. I will not vocalize it. Most of the time, but I can be very skeptical and I pretty much don't have a honeymoon face. And I know that is something that a lot of people do have. And I know it's weird for like, like you and Tyler or Laura to like, look at me, like you guys knowing me, you're like, you, like you love love. Like, yeah, I do love love. But then there's a weird wall that comes up randomly where I'm like, mm, that shit is cheesy and I'm not for well, it. Well, I mean, I understand about the honeymoon phase. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I have that, mm-hmm. but I also haven't been like in romantic love in like eight years mm-hmm. so yeah so it's 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 um it should be interesting um i do know that a bitch will be in love and in a relationship and married one day but when that comes i don't know but we're gonna move on from that question three i know as an artist we are ourselves however if you could describe your being in full inspired creative state with an outfit a song and a facial expression what would they be Song is just like magic. Ooh, that was quick. Um, <laughs> an outfit is probably honestly. I'm gonna say my fucking birthday outfit from 2019 when we were all in LA and we were we went out the blue there, shirt, the blue bud app with my hair. Like it was when my hair was not super mm-hmm. long yet and it was getting there. I had that documented. <laughs> what do you mean? I have photos of that outfit. I, I have yeah. photos of that outfit too. Rich. <laughs> I I wish I knew where that fan was. That that fan Desiree gave me, but I think I left it in the Uber. And I've never told her and I feel so bad, but I really She's gonna hear this and be like, bitch. No, I know, but I fucking <laughs> love that fan. And I literally I remember like I almost wanted to cry because I was like, this was so nice. Like it was it was, nice it was a wood like a wooden fan. Hey, nothing and like- it was blue and it matched the shirt. It and, did. and I just feel so bad, but I love like if she hears if if you're listening, Desiree, I love that. I really did love that fan. And I wish I wasn't drunk in the Uber when we went. <laughs> That's the only reason I know I forgot it when we went back to the hotel. There's uh, nothing like a wood fan, like a good wood fan anyway, with the right material. By so the way, outfit. Oh. If anyone wants to see Benjamin's birthday outfit that he's talking about, go to thestoic.com. It's on the main page. Okay, but don't put any fucking more videos up there, you bitch. 
because I see the fucking. Are you talking about on our? Yeah, I'm talking about the round of videos. Our fruits. Our fruits. uh, Keep something secret about me. Why don't we should put some videos of you drunk? Wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? You put a video of me drunk. What video? The one where I'm sitting down. On on what? Not on my website, my photography website. Oh, uh, it's on the pod. I don't care if it's on website, Instagram. It's on a podcast. Uh, it's it was on something podcast related that I was just like, wow. Can he ask me if he puts up a drunk video all the time of me? And it's the same drunk video you always put up, and it kind of does bug me a little bit. What drunk video? The one where we're here. I where we had the art or not the art thing, the thing for pride. The thing for pride. Go on. Yeah. What do you mean go on? You po- I, It's the I, only video you I, just posted yesterday. I just... You posted like two days ago and we're sitting down. Well, you weren't... Oh, from the pride party? Yeah. That was that was the 2021 thing. I just posted whatever it well, had don't, brought up. Well, don't be posting no more videos. I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't even look through it. I just posted it. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other question? Um, you were finishing... Oh, outfit. You say outfit, the song, and facial expression. Damn, what do I do a lot? <laughs> I feel like I have two main faces. When you're in your creative state? Probably like... Can you explain that? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to feel it. Oh, I was like, people can't see your face. I'm trying to feel my face before I explain it. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, so like my brows are like... What's this called? When they go like... When they're like anchored down, I guess. Like Uh they're down. My Like I'm very like focused. Usually my glasses will end up going off. Like like a granny? Yeah. (laughs) The tip of your nose reading? No, they can't. At the tip, I can't see it. I can't see like this. So I have like... But they'll start falling and Uh I'll just be like focusing. Um, Usually my hair will start being in my face or it'll get paint on it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's part of the emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So my face is going to be very... My face for the art thing that you said for the question is very like scrunched up. Pensive. Okay. Okay. All right. What about you? Guilty by Babs. Okay. A, so- <laughs> <laughs> A soft knit sweater with some flowy pants and some boots. Definitely. And my facial expression. Big eyes. Oh, damn. I want to change my outfit. Even eyebrows and a half smile. Okay. You always have even eyebrows. I don't think I always have even eyebrows. I think you do. I think my eyebrows are the most expressive part of my face and... Most of the time, they're not even. They're like grunched up or raised or they do a lot. But when I'm when I'm in my creative state, huh? So that's why I brought Yeah. <laughs> when I'm in my creative state, I feel like they're very even. I'm changing my outfit real quick. Go on. Okay. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go straight to my red robe that I have. Okay. My red robe, just maybe some, some black pants, mm-hmm. maybe like some. Some black, no, I'm gonna go black skinny jeans, but like the ones that are actually stretching out the tight tie ones, ones that like stretch with your thickness. Mm-hmm. Um, my boots, my black boots, uh-huh. and just like a flowy, like a flowy yellowish red, yellowish gold shirt. Okay. Okay. You said you get paint in your hair. And the other day when I was painting, I got, um, paint everywhere on my legs and I kept seeing that I was getting paint on myself and in my head I'm like I'm a real artist (laughs) (laughs) me painting my hair I'm like (laughs) no I had to go wash that out real quick because one time I did that it didn't come out I had to cut the little bit of hair that was in it (laughs) no when I was taking a shower uh the next day I had looked down at my legs after I got out of the shower and I was like did I not wash my legs? Because the paint is still there. I did wash my legs, but... Acrylic, you have to kind of like... Yeah, you got to scrub. Okay, hello. But I was just like, wow. Anyway, question four. I know you're an advocate for loving your body and you do your best not to compare yourself. So I want to know, what is your current relationship with consuming images subconsciously of what the stereotypical ideal body type is? 
do you think you internalize it? What, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like, am I taking in other people's bodies or mm-hmm. my body? Yeah. Like, are you looking at other people's bodies, i.e. social media, and you're like, I want my body to look like that. And then you're internalizing it. Not my whole body, but there's parts of it where I'm like, I wish my titties popped like this. Mm-hmm. Or like, or not. it's not so more me saying I wish mine were like this. I said, I I want to get mine big like this. and okay. I, But I've been working out like yeah. more on certain areas. So I'm working towards it. It's more so like me telling myself I can be that. Like I can get there, mm-hmm. but not in like a, I need, it's not a, I need to, it's, I want to like, so I know I'm making the choice. Like I don't need, I don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's more so like, I want to, it's like a challenge that I want to do for myself. Are you moving towards loving your body more in the phase? Slowly, very slow. The phases that it's snail slow. It's snail slow. I'm not going to lie. Like uh-huh. you see, I, d- I really hate my midsection. Uh-huh. It's like the Latino curse where like it just all, that's where it all gathers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like. I see myself way different than other people see me mm-hmm. or, and I, it, that scares me. Cause I always think of this stupidly. Like I remember watching an American dad episode a long time, years ago, and he had anorexia in it. Like, I know, I know. Sorry. I know. Anytime you reference that show, I'm like, I've never, I've, that show. I've only referenced not on here, but like, we've talked about you watching that show and I'm just like, that's this so was random. Like, <laughs> this was like seven, eight years ago when I, I just remember this episode where the main guy, I'd forget the dad's name, mm-hmm. but the dad had anorexia and he seen himself as really, really fat. Like all the time it would show him looking in the mirror and mm-hmm. he was fat and on throughout the episode, you see him really fat, but then it switches to, I think like Roger's view of him. And he's literally bone thin. Like he's, and they're trying to tell him like, dude, you need to eat. Like you don't look healthy at all. Like he had body dysmorphia. Yeah. And I am like, God scared. I'm like, is it really like that? Where you, where I really like, where people really see it's like that extreme of like how the show was like extreming it. Like to make, I mean, that's an extreme version, but yeah, that's what body dysmorphia is. You don't see what other people see. Like when you look in the mirror, you don't see what you should be seeing. You see what you used to be or what your mind makes you see. That's when I get really scared because I think I have that because there's times when I'll like, especially if I have, if I eat like a sativa edible. Let's call Dr. Virginia. No. <laughs> you want me to make it worse? Just uh, diagnose you real quick. <laughs> like uh, when I notice when I have like a, when I have sativa, I smoke it or edibles, whatever. Mm-hmm. I notice that I, my I notice I notice my body differently, if that makes any sense. Like I'll look at myself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, my face looks really like a lot thinner or I'm like my chest looks more like different. I'm like, is this what I really look? And I would tell myself in my head, I'm like, is this what I really look like? And I just can't see it. Or am I making myself look like this right now? Is that a, is that a positive thing though? And the reason why I hesitate to say positive, because what exactly is your ideal body type? Is it skinny? I don't. No, maybe. I don't know, honestly. I just don't want to have a stomach. Like, that's literally my my whole fucking issue. Well, I think, well, going back to earlier question, there's an issue. I think that I guess you could begin to start to address that with yourself. What is, how do you actually see your body? And then how do you want to view your body? And then how do you I know how I want towards to. that goal? I know how I want to see it. Uh-huh. And I do know how I see it. Uh-huh. I don't like it. So I'm like, well, I don't know what you mean. Like, So how do you learn to begin to love it? Like I said, going snail pace over here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm figuring that out. Uh-huh. Okay. But that's like part of like the thing, I guess. I don't know if this is answering the question. It did. Yeah, it did. But yeah. Okay. It's better than it used to be, I think, honestly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of along the same lines. I don't... 
uh, I was going to say hate on myself. You're not hating on yourself. I don't, I'm not in your position to where I view myself that way, but I do think that I can slip into a place of subconsciously viewing other people's bodies. And then I'm like, oh, I want my body to look like that. But then it's like, I have to bring myself back down. Like, bitch, look at your body. Like not to say that my body is the ideal body type or the goal body type or people's body should look like mine. But for me, mm-hmm. my body, how it is now is where I wanted it to be like 10 years ago. So mm-hmm. it's definitely one of those things where I need to realize like, bitch, you got what you wanted. So appreciate it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Because I definitely think that I can subconsciously internalize what I'm taking in, which is also like my disdain towards social media, social media. I think that's a really negative aspect of it. Cause again, people only post the positives. Most people only post the positives of their life and Photoshop manufactured aspects of it. Because again, being a photographer, I can look at photos on Instagram and be like, you totally Photoshop this mm-hmm. image, but the average, eye can't tell that, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, interesting. last question. What do you think our inability to sleep comfortably through the night means? Well, right now y'all, uh, I'm just letting you know, back to my voices in my head. So I used to hear things a lot when I was younger. And I think I honestly block, I just maybe blocked it out for a long period of my 20s because I guess, you know, dealing with 20s mm-hmm. that I blocked that out. And I think I'm coming to a point of like maybe self-comfort again, where I don't have to block certain things out. Look at therapy. <laughs> and I'm, I used to hear things all the time. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> What do you think our in- inability to sleep comfortably through the night means? Okay, yeah. So I think it has to do with these, I'm going to say other abilities, these extra abilities okay. that I already have are, I have to get back used to them because I can't, I don't know how to stop them. Mm-hmm. And I just need to, I guess, get back practice with control and like having a hold on them. Mm-hmm. Because like I told you the other day, I know it's real because... I literally left my room and I asked my mom if she was talking to me and she said, no, I said, and I could, I told you, I swear, like her voice, I heard her say, Benny, but it sounded like, oh, like, mm-hmm. like she's far away. And then I think she was like in her mind talking to me or trying to talk to me or like maybe she was referencing me in her brain when her internal monologue mm-hmm. and I heard my name. And she started crying when I came out. She was like, no, nothing. And then she was crying because some family stuff, you know. In actual life, she was crying. Yeah, in actual real life. Yeah. And then I went back in my room and I was like thinking. Wait, just to clarify. After you said, after after you asked your mom, did you call me? Uh She started to cry because she said no, but probably had a realization like, oh shit, you felt what I was doing. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think. And I, so I think I'm just like, trying to get back control of that because I started thinking about more of like my childhood and stuff. And I was like, I did have a lot of moments like that. And I've always gotten told that I have really good intuition Mm -hmm. and that type of, I believe like psychic energy is intuition where I can just feel things like that. I know like, like unfortunately bad example, but I know who I'm going to like and who I'm not going to agree with, like who I'm going to click with Mm -hmm. to be friends with. I can just tell already if I'm going to like you or not. I don't know how to explain it. Most of the time. Or all the time? I'd say all the time. I I can't really honestly say one person I didn't say I'm not going to like that I like. Really? Yeah. I don't think I can name anyone ever. I've been nervous that people weren't going to like me, Uh but it's never been, I'm not going to like them and that's the, that might change. Okay. I've, but I've, I've had that thought of like, I know I don't like them, 
but I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna see what's going on. And then after like a couple of times or even one time, I'm like, no, I'm right. I like, they're not for me. Mm-hmm. Like, they're That's good that you don't stop me. yourself. Like, oh, I know I'm not gonna like them. So you're not gonna interact mm-hmm. at all. You're like, nah, I don't think I'm gonna like you, but I'm gonna interact just yeah. to confirm it. But I address it in my head. So I don't, it doesn't come off in the interaction Mm -hmm. so I can be like try and be organic and just like give them a chance but I don't also I try not to take that as a them thing like I'm like it's just like not everyone's meant to get along with everybody but doesn't mean I I hate you or anything it just I just our energies just aren't aren't meant to match yeah situation but so that's why I think I'm having trouble sleeping is because I'm just trying to your third eye is open yeah, again. Yeah, and <laughs> bitch need to let a, someone know when they're going to open. <laughs> that's a gaping hole. No, <laughs> it's a big eye. Yeah, it really is. What about you? I think I opened my third eye. Um, like I was saying, I have been working towards that, being more spiritually grounded and more open to the universe, etc. Because, I mean, y'all know that are closest to me I already have a very strange interaction with the universe and a very strong intuition but there are certain things that I haven't experienced within the past year or two that I wanted to experience again or connect to again Mm -hmm. and so especially after having that conversation with my grandma on Tuesday I think I definitely opened my third eye again because I haven't necessarily been hearing things but I know I feel things around me and I was like, what kind of animal is that? (laughs) Speaking of feeling and hearing things. (laughs) You guys heard it first. Right. No, I, um, I feel things around me. I don't necessarily hear them, but I also dream. Like I dream about very real things that happen. I don't mention it to people because again, you know, I'm sure people who are going to listen to this are like, y'all sound crazy. But like, Mm -hmm. no, it's very fucking real. Like there are things that have happened that I've dreamed about and I've confirmed them through talking to people that have been involved in these dreams that they actually have happened. So I think that's just happening again. And, you know, you believe in it. The witching hour is at 3 3 a.m. I try to make sure I'm inside the house by then. I I have been waking up exactly at 3.01 every night since Tuesday. I guess every morning since Tuesday. And it's like, I just open my eyes. Like, it's not even like, I'm like, really groggy, like rolling over. No, like a bitch, my eyes open, like somebody called me and I look at the ceiling and I'm like, like, what was that? You know, like what just happened? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think it has something to do with bigger than me in regards to the both of us. I think it has something to do bigger than us, but I'm not pushing it away. And not like I did before, but I do think that I'm more open than I have been in the past mm-hmm. and I'm definitely not pushing it away because I do think that there are a lot of answers that could there are a lot of questions that I have that will be answered because of these things okay it is exciting to me but it also is very scary to me because again like I said like the whole bird running into the window thing yesterday freaked me out because in my experience that means death is approaching around me However, I do know in different cultures that is a thing, but it also is a sign of change. Regardless, it is a sign of change. So it doesn't necessarily have to do with death. It doesn't necessarily have to be even negative, but it's a sign of change. So it's it's just, I, th- I just thought that was very interesting because it's happening to the both of us at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what one of us did <laughs> to open something up again. Well, I know what I did, but. I just think that it's interesting that. Well, I don't know what I did. And I'm like, (laughs) it's weird. It's kind of weird how like, it's like you almost forget that you could do that. And then when you feel like you feel like your sixth sense is open again, you're like, damn, like, why did I stop this? You know what I mean? Well, because the shit of life happens to us. Like we're we're distracted by our day to days and then our mental. Like, I do think that we 
I know I talk about it a lot, but I do think that therapy is a big help for the both of us. Again, the sponsor for today's therapy. <laughs> I do think that therapy is a big, uh, uh, big benefit for the both of us. And I do think that we actively work on ourselves, but we are also very open and we're also creatives. Like mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think a lot of creatives have a big intuition and have connections that are other otherworldly. Whether they all whether whether they all tap into it or not is a different story. But I do think that we have that connection, mm-hmm. especially you and I. Something just to tell you, a couple of days, like maybe a week ago, I forgot to tell you this. I was coming inside from outside and it was probably like almost three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was coming inside from the garage and I look over and guess what's on the, and guess what is on top of the gate, the, 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 the wall. A bird? No, it was a black cat. The black cat was looking at me. Uh-huh. I looked at it and I kind of was like, huh. but then I said, hello. <laughs> I just said hello uh-huh. and it looked at me and then looked away and I said I'll see you later <laughs> and then I went inside and then just like it started looking itself I was like uh-huh. hey, just in case like, yeah. letting you know I'm not, like I'm not thinking anything negative Francis. yeah I was like I'm open to positivity you're allowed to be here catch these rats do yeah. what you gotta do maybe a couple birds in this tree because sometimes they're loud as hell yeah they are sometimes um, they always laugh. oh yeah so I was just like I laughed and I came inside and I laughed I was like fuck I was like okay why well, not I said I feel good yeah, I feel positive. So, and then I was like, "Damn, people really do think black cats are a bad sign." But I was like, "I'm not gonna try and eat into that superstition." I yeah, I do think that it is what you focus on. I do think that is real, and there are do there are clear signs. But I do think that's how you approach the situation, whether it's negative or positive. How you approach the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it. This past week has been very interesting in regards to spirituality and connections to other things Mm -hmm. and like i said like last night it just freaked me out that was just kind of eerie to me yesterday but Mm. anyway we can go on for hours without about that but that concludes bradley's brain teeth good sir good sir let's move into pick a piece you got anything this week? No, I don't got nothing. I'm working on the pick a piece. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You're working on your part of the pick a piece. Yeah, let's pick a piece of the month. We got a big ass pick a piece coming, y'all. Benjamin's putting in some hard work and I'll put in my hard work once I get the other half. But... Surprise, I don't got a fun fact either this yeah. week. So <laughs> just letting you guys know ahead of time. My pick a piece, I already posted it, but it is the shadow photo of me and Tyler. Oh, yeah. The garage door. I really like that photo. Mm-hmm. I did see it the other day. Yeah. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you go and check right now. You're like you didn't fucking like it. I didn't mean like. Actually. No, I don't. I just... <laughs> no, oh I do gosh. like it. Yeah, I'm really getting into shadow photos. Like not getting into like taking more. Like I'm not explaining that. I just like shadow photos lately. Like photos of shadows. I don't know what that means, but anyway. All right. Well, since you got no pick a piece, since you're working on the big one, let's move into fruits one facts. <laughs> I got a few. And I know you don't have any this week, so let's just go over mine. So my five this week. First one. Did you know that art used to be an Olympic event? Yes. Pottery? Pottery? Was it like pottery? We both could have went to the Olympics. So the Olympics wasn't always about abs and doping scandals. The founder of the modern games, the Baron Pierre de... Cobertine was enamored with the idea of the true Olympian being 
a talented artist and sports person. Thanks to him, between 1912 and 1948, medals were given out for sporting inspired masterpieces of architecture, music, painting, sculpture, and literature. I wonder why we stopped it. I know. And, and it lasted for what? 30 years. 36 years? Isn't that just a shame? That's a fucking shame. Art's always the first thing to go, but everyone needs art for everything. Everyone needs fucking art. Like, I don't understand why people cut it out. That's the first thing to cut. And it's like, bitch, do you know what this world would be without the creatives? Like, people really don't realize, like, the whole cities are built. That's an art. Like, it literally, to build a city, it takes an artist. It takes multiple artists to build a city, to build a home, to style your home, to figure out, like, inventors are artists. They're building things for many different things. It's just, it's interesting. Very. Next fun fact. The Mona Lisa has her own mailbox in the Louvre because of all the love letter she receives. Over the years, many have fallen prey to the portrait's lipid and burning eyes, leaving her offerings of flowers, poems, and yes, love notes. Artist Luke Maspero allegedly took the foyer to a new high and then low in 1852, diving off a hotel balcony because for years I have grappled desperately with her smile. I prefer to die. Therapy that it helped. <laughs> he probably had like, what's the love when you're in love with an inanimate object? I don't know. I, don't know. I think that sounds like a very bad case to mm-hmm. kill yourself over. Three, the color wheel predates the United States. Yeah, definitely. That's like old, old. Considering the U.S. is one of the oldest modern democracies, this is pretty amazing. Sir Isaac Newton invented the color wheel in 1706 by refracting white sunlight into its six colors. The realization that light alone was responsible for color was radical, and the wheel proved especially useful for artists who could now easily observe the most effective color complementation. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the, I'm reading this way because I got this from all from uh, bluethumb.com. That's fine. It's a uh, uh, Australian website in different English language, like spe- oh, I did. spelling. So did you say something weird? No, I just keep like pausing and stuff because realization spelled with a S, colors spelled with a U. Color? Yeah, that's the old English way. Do they speak old English or not? Do you know how to spell, do you know how they spell theater? It's spelled like Theatre. T-H-E-T-E-R? T-H- T-H-E-A-T-E-R. Yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. You were yeah, like, that. <laughs> Theater? Mm-hmm. Four. Artist Willard Wingen once inhaled his own work. Wingen's works are micro-sculptures. So tiny, they must be viewed through a microscope. Oh, is he the one who does it like on the tip of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did did we see his work? I know we, I saw it in we, person. But. No, we, we, when we went to the, the Getty, we seen he had a thing there, I think. I think he had a mint. Like, so that was like, with you. I think he had a couple things and one of them was a pencil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's um, dead, right? No, he's alive. He's old? No. And he's in the Getty? Are you upset about Most that? Most artists are dead that are in museums. Is that a is that a bad thing? And maybe a little jealousy. Well, work hard if you want to be in the I don't want to be no fucking white person's museum. <laughs> okay. In creating his art, Wingen has to sl- Wingen has to slow his heartbeat and work between pulses. The work he inhaled was Alice from Alice in Wonderland, oh. but apparently she was even better when remade. Do you think he shut her out? Who knows? She, you've seen his work. No, I no, still no, tie no. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> My last one. In 2003, street artist Banksy stuck his own work 
own work to the wall in the Tate Modern Museum. The prank was soon undone by its inadequate glue, but for a few hours, Crime Watch UK has ruined the countryside for all of us, was hung in one of the world's most famous museums. It also inspired Andrzej Sobzipan, a Polish art student, to a similar feat in 2005, where for three days he successfully passed off his work as part of the National Museum's collection. And those are my fun facts. They're all from bluethumb.com.au. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. All right, let's move to our last segment. Let's do it. Geek of the Week. Oh, boy! I got a few crosswords for you. Okay. Three to be exact. First one, three letters. Hint. Talk, 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 talk. Three letters? Mm-hmm. Say? Mm-mm. And the hint is talk, 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 talk? Mm-hmm. I didn't get this one because I, I don't use this word. Doll? Doll has four words, huh? Or four letters? Yeah. Three word, three letters. Why do I always say words are letters? Um, I almost want to say cheap, but <laughs> too many letters. Pay. Mm-mm. Ear. Mm-mm. I, what is it? Gab. Gab. Jabby. Oh, like the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Next one. Five letters. Hint. Shakespeare's wares. Plays? Mm-mm. Sonnet? No. It could have been Sonnet, couldn't it? <laughs> sonnet is five letters? S-O-N-E-T? Sonnet? I sonnet had two. Girl, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shakespeare's wares? Mm-hmm. Quill? Quills? No. Pen? No. Paper? Nope. Book? No. What is it? Goods. What? I mean, it makes sense. Last one, which a hint within a hint, completely forgot this was even being done. Three words. Hint is 2021 film remake of the classic 1957 musical. It's three letters? Three words. Oh, um, 1951? 1957. 1957. Um, West Side Story? Yes. Did you know they're remaking that? Yeah. Are you interested in seeing it? Um, I don't really care for West Side Story that much, but I'll watch it. Mm -hmm. I've only seen it once. Like the the original. I want to be in America. I want to be in America. And then, uh, still haven't played Metroid, but it's been on my mind. Well, it might be on your lap tomorrow. Who knows? It might be. It It might be. be. It might be. (laughs) It might be. You play any games this week? Not really. Not enough to talk about anything. Okay. Um, I've been working once again on the project. Mm -hmm. I really have to not play games at all. I have to tell myself I can't do it. I haven't earned it. Okay. So no, I haven't really played anything. All right. Well, that concludes this week's episode. Uh, thanks for chatting with me. Thanks for putting up with me not having uh, very much to uh, share. No problem. I, I No problem. <laughs> for anyone that's listening, thanks for listening. And if you aren't already, follow our socials at Fruits Podcast on Instagrams, Fruits P on Twitter, and Fruits Podcast anywhere you can stream podcasts. And check out our website at fruitpodcast.com where you can find the fag which is Fruits Art Gallery, Fruits Comics, 
all the episodes, pick a pieces, geek of the weeks, and a little bit of info about the creatives and artists mm-hmm. and fruits on this show. Little thumbs up. Little thumbs up. Thanks for listening. Until next week, y'all. Until next week, Benjamin. Until next week. Love ya. Love you too.